introduction, welcome to Episode Epiphanies, a podcast where two best friends with very different tastes in TV shows make each other watch the pilot episodes of our favorite shows in the hopes that the other person has an epiphany and starts to like something that they normally wouldn't. My name is Jessica, and I pretty much only watch live-action dramas. My name is Natasha, and I pretty much only watch cartoons. And this week, because it is Christmas season, mm-hmm. we <laughs> we are watching Dash and Lily, which I definitely called Lily and Dash last week, <laughs> but that's okay, because it only has two words, so you probably found it. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm sure people figured it out if they wanted to watch it. <laughs> they were just like, huh, this isn't the right show- title, so it can't be the right show. No, it's, it's that one. Imagine if there was a completely separate show called Dash and Lily that was different from another show called Lily and Dash, and they were two different shows. I believe that. For some reason, those two combos of names sound, like, good enough together. I feel like Dash is not a common name, though. True, but Dash and Lily, title of this Christmas show. Mm -hmm. Lily and Dash, title of a cartoon show with a little girl and her dog. True. We should fund that. Make that a show. Just to make this episode more confusing for people in the future? Uh Uh-huh. Okay, perfect. I love it. (laughs) Anyways. (laughs) So did you know anything about Dash and Lily before we started, or you watched the episode, or whatever the words are? I had seen, like, promos or whatever for it on Netflix before. Like, it had come up as, like, you should watch this. Mm Mm-hmm. But I didn't really know anything about it, other than that it existed and it was Christmassy. And I also, when I started watching the episode, the it, it said, like, based on a book by David Levithan and Rachel Cohn, I think, are their names. And I have read other books by those authors before, and I kind of vaguely knew that this book existed, but I've never read this book specifically. But I've read some other books by those authors. So I knew vaguely its existence, (laughs) but I had never watched it or really heard anyone talk about it or anything. It's funny because I don't think I've ever watched the credits of the show closely enough to Mm -hmm. notice that it's based on a book. The two, have you ever watched the movie Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist? No. Oh, well, that's a movie that's also based on a book that's written by the same two authors. I definitely know the male author that you've said. He's pretty popular. I've read quite a few of his books. Um, and Rachel Cohn seems to mostly only co-write books with people, a lot of books with him, and I think a few with some other people. I've only read the ones okay. that she's written with him, and then I've read quite a few of his books. He's written tons of, like, middle grade and young adult books. But yeah, for some reason I had the, I had the suspicion that this show was based on a book. I don't even know why, but, like, I f- maybe I knew it and forgot it or just felt like it was, and so yeah. I was paying attention, and then when the credit came up, I was like, yes, that seems correct. That makes sense. I very much watch the show on, like, a good Christmas vibes, kind of in the background, definitely doing something else mm-hmm, mm-hmm. while watching it kind of vibe. Yeah. Which I feel like is what it's meant for, maybe. Well, it very much feels like a rom-com it made into yeah. a show, and I feel like a Christmas rom-com is the kind of thing you watch pretty casually. <laughs> right, you just have it on in the background, you're baking cookies, you're, mm-hmm, uh... Mm-hmm. Other Christmas activities. (laughs) Wrapping presents? Wrapping presents. Decorating the tree. We always had Christmas movies on when we were decorating the tree growing up. That's valid. Okay, glad we've named some Christmas activities and proved (laughs) we know what Christmas is. We have experienced Christmas once or twice. So, 
do you want to jump right into what happens in the pilot episode? Sure. So the pilot episode starts with Christmas in New York. It's Christmas vibes. There's Christmas music. <laughs> there's Christmas decorations. Everything's Christmas. It's very clearly Christmas. And it's like a voiceover by, they don't say, but it's very obvious from the title that the person doing the voiceover is Lily. So Lily is doing a voiceover talking about, oh, it's Christmas in New York. And imagine that you're like having Christmas and you go into a bookstore (laughs) and there's a book on the shelf and it's a red notebook. And imagine that. I don't know. She does a little intro. It's very cheesy and Christmassy. It's also like such a wild concept because... I can't imagine knowing enough about how a bookstore is organized to notice that a book is out of place. Well, we'll get to that because Dash apparently does that a lot. Dash has a like very clear reason for being the person who finds this notebook, yes. but I don't think Lily has a clear enough reason for believing why that would happen. Well, I feel like a notebook... Because it doesn't have anything on the spine or anything, right? It's kind of noticeably different from a book book. That's So fair. you might grab it and look at it. And then obviously once you opened it, if you like flipped it open, you would be like, oh, this is a notebook, not a book. But it, it w- you would have to be paying attention. Yeah. But like, anyways, the, p- the concept is Lily takes a red notebook and she puts it on a bookshelf in a bookstore called The Strand, I think is the name yes. of the bookstore. And wants someone to find it. And that's her little intro. And then we get a little title card that says December 17th, and there's people singing Christmas carols and stuff. And then we cut to this blonde boy who is also doing like a narrative voiceover, but he's all grumpy. He doesn't like Christmas. (laughs) He's talking about how Christmas is terrible, and he's sad because he was in love at Christmas once, and then he lost his love. And life is so sad. And also his parents are divorced. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, and this is the point where the little um, credits came up that this was based on a book. And I was like, I feel like these little voiceovers that Lily and Dash are giving would not be so annoying as, like, book narration. But yeah. as voiceovers, it was so cheesy and it made the characters seem so annoying. <laughs> yeah, that's valid. But I feel like it would work better in a book, right? Like, as narration in a book. Also perfect for if you genuinely aren't paying attention to the show and it's on while you're baking cookies. That's true. That's true. Um, So they do their little voiceovers and then Dash goes into the bookstore, the Strand, and oh, and the whole thing is like his parents are divorced. His mom went somewhere for Christmas to like Mexico or something. And um, he's staying with his dad, but he's in New York. I think he lives in New York anyways, but he's staying with his dad. I don't know. Anyways, he's going to the bookstore, and he goes to the bookstore, and he, like, goes to the info guy at the info desk and, like, brings a book over, and he's like, this book is shelved in the wrong section. You put it under M, but it should be under G, and it's a biography, not fiction, and the info guy is just like, I I don't care. Shut (laughs) up. (laughs) Pretty much. And Dash immediately comes across as, like, a very, like... There's a way you could go up to a guy at a store and be like, oh, I think this was wrong in the wrong spot. But the way Dash does it is so... Pretentious. Pretentious, yes. <laughs> Very pretentious. So he does that. The info guy doesn't care. Dash goes back to looking at books. He finds the red notebook. He also goes up to the guy and is like, this is in the wrong section. Presumably he means like, this is a notebook that should be with like the blank notebooks, not with the books. But he didn't even like open the book. He just grabbed it and was like, this is in the wrong spot. And the info guy just like totally ignores him, is like, go away. Same. 
open. Yeah, the info guy does not like him, <laughs> which is fair. Info guy is peak retail worker. He's yeah. like, please fuck off. Yeah, which honestly, like, we're on we're on info guy's side here. But anyways, Dash opens up the notebook and he see oh the the front cover written like handwritten on the front cover says do you dare and he's like well what's that and then he opens the book and <laughs> it's like the first thing written on there is like uh, I have some clues for you if you want to play a game flip the page if you don't put it back on the shelf in a way that very sounds like a creepy saw thing like, <laughs> would you like to play a game. <laughs> Do you want to get murdered this Christmas? In this bookstore? What an insane plot for a show. Horror movie Christmas crossover. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but so Dash decides he wants to play a game. <laughs> so he <laughs> flips the page. And the first clue is like French pianists or something. Um, and he's like, okay, I guess I'll go ask the info guy where the books about French pianists are. Uh, and the info guy is like, no, I'm not going to help you. And Dash is like, why? Is it because I like wronged you in some way? And the info guy is like, yes, I don't like you. But also I promised her I wouldn't tell anyone, like I wouldn't help anyone with the hints in there. And he's like, oh, it's a her. And the info guy is like, I didn't say anything, blah, blah, blah. So clearly Lily and the info guy are friends, or at least the info guy likes Lily enough to humor her weird scavenger hunt game yeah. she's doing. But Dash is determined, so he's like, I'm gonna figure out these clues. And the first clue brings him to a book about French pianists. He, like, figures out where it is. And it's, like, it gives, like, a page number and a line number and a word number, and then he can, like, fill in the clues. But confusingly, he gets multiple words from some of the books, even though he yeah. says, like, it's this one. I don't know how the clues work. It's not important. He goes around the bookstore finding books and figuring out the clues to her little message. And then... The third or fourth book he has to go he has to go find is in like the sex and sexuality section. Um, and he's like going through this sex book and uh, this girl named Priya shows up. Specifically the art of gay sex. Yes, yes, but we don't see that right away. We just see the <laughs> not? At- I thought it was like I'm pretty sure we don't see it until he's talking to Priya mm. and then we see what he's holding. Because he's just like we're just like, oh haha, ha, he's in the the sex section of the bookstore. And then <laughs> This girl Priya shows up and it becomes very obvious that she is Dash's ex-girlfriend's best friend who like he knew through his girlfriend, but now that they're broken up, he doesn't really like ever see her anymore, but they're like chatting and she's like, oh, I'm sorry I didn't invite you to like the Christmas party, but you know, I thought it might be awkward, but you know, you can come if you want. And Sophia's going to be there. I assume Sophia is the ex-girlfriend. I think so. And then, and then we see that the book he's holding is The Art of Gay Sex, and Priya's like, oh, is there something that I should tell Sophia? And he's like, yeah, tell her I'm trying new things, <laughs> which is by far the funniest moment in the entire episode. It's such a, like, lovely thing to think of someone telling your ex-girlfriend, too, if it's, like, not true. Uh-huh. He says it's so deadpan, too. Like, there's something about how he delivers it. He doesn't even, like, hesitate. He's just holding this big book with the title very clear. And he's just like, yeah, I'm trying new things. <laughs> and Priya's like, okay. And she leaves. Oh, and he also tells Priya that he can't come to the party because he's going to Sweden with his dad. And it's pretty obvious that they both know he's lying. Yeah. He says it anyways. So Priya leaves. And uh, then Dash looks at the little clue book again and at this point after he has spent a decent amount of time collecting clues he's already gone to like three or four different books then then lily has a note that's like if you're not a teenage boy please put this book back which you think she could have put that first 
Right? Like, you've already spent so much time doing the scavenger hunt if you weren't a teenage boy. Right? Like, if imagine you were, like, anybody else, and then you get to that and you're like, oh, cool, I wasted all my time doing this for no reason. Yeah, I just did this for, like, three hours, and now this girl, like, just wants me to go away. Yeah. So she says, if you're not a teenage boy, put it back. And then she says, if you have use for the book you're holding, aka if you're gay, that's cool. But if you're not into girls... Also put this book back. Because apparently this is her plan to get a boyfriend? Is this scavenger hunt? The most reasonable plan to get a boyfriend? Yeah, totally makes sense. But Dash is into it. He's like, I am a teenage boy. I do like girls. This is great. (laughs) And then the next clue is a dare to read the lyrics of a Joni Mitchell song. I don't remember the name of the song, but it's... I don't know the name of the song, but I hate it. It's a song about being sad at Christmas. It's so depressing. And it's like, there's so many shows that are like, yeah, this is a Christmas song. This is my favorite Christmas song. I'm like, this song makes me want to kill myself. Well, that's why Dash likes it. Because yeah. he likes that it's a depressing Christmas song. But why he does, does Lily like, like it? I don't know. Well, well, Dash at this point assumes that Lily also hates Christmas. True, but she doesn't. She doesn't, so I don't know why she likes the song, but he's like, ooh, yes, this is the lyrics to the depressing Christmas song. I love that song. She must also hate Christmas. We're kindred spirits. I'm going to go up to the front of the bookstore where they have, like, a little, like, microphone, presumably to do, like, readings or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to read the lyrics to the song. He's super into it. He has zero shame about this. (laughs) (laughs) And so he goes up to the front. He's reading these lyrics all dramatically and, like... You can tell he's really feeling them. He's like, yeah, I am depressed at Christmas. <laughs> he's just so angsty. He's like peak angsty teen boy. Yeah, he's he's just a little teenage boy with all his angst. <sighs> he is. You know, it's like he's, it's almost like a parody of an angsty teenage boy. It's so, but like, you know, I feel like if you are a teen and you're vibing with this, you'd really like feel it. You know, you're like, I, I am an angsty teen. <laughs> I feel like you give so many of these shows too much credit by thinking that they are intentionally parodies and not just bad. Oh, no, no, no. I don't think it is a parody. (laughs) I know it's not intentionally a parody. I'm just saying it's so absurd that it feels like a parody. (laughs) But it very much is not. This is not, this is being played straight. So he's super angsty and he reads his thing, uh, but then the info desk guy like pulls the plug on the mic and he's like, stop it, put yourself out of your misery, you read enough of the song, you got the clue, it's the, the two words you just said, which were on Christmas. And so he fills that into his notebook and he sees her secret message, which is, are you going to be lonely on Christmas or will you be lonely on Christmas? Yeah. And he's like, wow, kindred spirit. Just like me, lonely on Christmas, sad and lonely. This is great. I'm in love with this girl who wrote this book. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even joking. He straight up falls in love with her. I know. It's just like, how? Yeah, so he takes the book and he goes to see his friend whose name I think is Boomer. Maybe. I have no idea. Uh, But he goes to see his friend Boomer who works at a pizza place and uh, Boomer's like, oh, you didn't tell me you're going to Sweden. And he's like, who told you that? Oh, did you talk to Priya? So in the in the time between when he saw Priya at the bookstore and when he goes to see Boomer, Priya and Boomer have already talked, which I mean, they could have texted or whatever. And then Boomer comes out from like behind the pizza counter and he like puts a hand on Dash's shoulder and he's like, you know, I want you to know that I'm an ally. <laughs> and 
Dash is like, oh, no, 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 no. I was lying to Priya. I'm not going to Sweden. I'm not gay. And Boomer's like, okay, if you say so. <laughs> Which was very good. <laughs> and then you know, Dash tells Boomer about the whole thing with the book and the clues and how cool it is. And Boomer's like, oh, my God, you like this girl. And Dash is like, that's ridiculous. I don't like her. I don't even know her. And Boomer's like, it seems like you like her. And Dash is like, oh, maybe. <laughs> That's pretty much what happens. And then and then Dash walks over to what at first I thought was a bookshelf in the pizza place. But it's not a bookshelf. It's a bunch of DVDs. Which then made me wonder when the show was set. Because I was like, I feel like being able to rent DVDs from a, like a corner store or a pizza place or something is very like 90s, early 2000s. Well, I guess that would be more VHSs and then... DVDs would have been, like, 2000s, 2010s. Like, I feel like that's not something I would ever see now. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know that I've ever seen anywhere that rents a DVD that isn't a store that's specifically for that purpose. Like, I know when I was growing up, you could rent DVDs from, like, the corner store by my house, like, the gas station corner store Mm -hmm. and places like that, but they haven't done that in years. Pizza 73 used to give you DVDs if you bought pizza. (laughs) That's wild. But, but, so at first I was like, maybe this is meant to be set, you know, not a long time in the past, but like, like 10 years or something. But then I remembered that when they're talking about Dash's ex, they show like Instagram photos. Mm-hmm. So it can't be that far in the past. But it could also be like the book might have been written in the early 2000s. And then the show was made like two years ago and they were like, how can we prove this? Instagram. Instagram looks cool. And then didn't think about the fact that, like, the setting of our book is, like, 2003. Yeah. And this pizza place is renting DVDs to people. Yeah. Probably, honestly. Or, like, honestly, even if it was written in, like, 2009, I yeah. feel like renting DVDs would have still been more of a thing than it is now. Yeah. So, anyways, it's not a big deal, but I thought it was funny. I was like, man, when's the last time I went somewhere that rents DVDs? Like, it's been a while. <laughs> But the, the renting DVDs is, is kind of important because, well, Dash, like, rents a DVD or whatever. But then he tells... I can't remember if it's in this scene or if he goes back later to tell Boomer this. But anyways, mm-hmm. at some point in the episode, he tells Boomer, like, I'm going to leave clues for Lily in this book, telling her to leave the book on the DVD shelf in the pizza place. And you just need to keep an eye out for her because I want you to, like figure out who she is and, like, tell me, which is wild because you're in New York. You're not in a small town. If Boomer just sees a girl, the chances that she's someone you know are so slim. (laughs) You'll just be like, yeah, it was a girl with black hair. Like, what does that tell you? Nothing. I think the intention is either, A, is she someone we know, like, is she someone I shouldn't date because she goes to our school and she knows my girlfriend or blah, 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 blah. Mm. Or B, is she hot? Fair, fair. That's because he did at one point think it might be Priya because he like ran into Priya while he was doing the clues. Yeah. And, um, but Boomer's like, that can't be Priya. That doesn't look like Priya's handwriting. She never writes by hand. She only writes on her phone. So like, maybe he still thinks like, maybe it's Priya or like someone we know. Or yeah, yeah, he wants to be like, is she hot? But anyway, that's her plan. <laughs> but Boomer, because she come, Lily does do it. She does come and put the book in the DVD bookshelf. But it's like the lunch rush, so Boomer misses her. He just sees her leave, so he just sees like the back of her head. And also somewhere in between there, Dash goes back to his dad's apartment, and it's like super rich and fancy. It's like a really nice apartment. And we realize that Dash's mom 
thinks that Dash is staying with his dad for Christmas and his dad thinks he's staying with his mom, but really both of his parents have left town for Christmas and he's staying in his dad's apartment alone because he likes being alone. He's like, this is my little Christmas present to myself, solitude. God, that's so sad. Oh, so he's sad and watching this um, French movie that he rented from the pizza place. And then he remembers the girl I assume is Sophia? Yeah. It's a girl who, I'm not sure where she's from. She has an accent, but I don't know if she's from Europe or I don't know. Yeah. His girlfriend, Sophia, who is from somewhere, uh, he, he's remembering... <laughs> I think she calls him a foreign boy at some point, so she's clearly, like, from somewhere else, but is temporarily in New York. I don't know. Yeah. Doesn't matter. He has a memory of being in bed with her at, like, a party, and they're all in love, and it's sweet, and they're being all cute and flirty, and then she's like, I'm gonna miss you, and he's like, what do you mean? I'm not going anywhere. And he's like, wait, are you going somewhere? And she's like, yeah, my dad got a new job, and I'm gonna be leaving, and we knew this wasn't gonna last, and he's all sad, and... That's when he picks up Lily's book and starts, like, writing. Because the end of the clues was her being like, write and tell me what you think of Christmas, and then leave this book where you found it, and then I'll decide if I like you or not, I guess. I think it's, tell me the story of your best Christmas. Or is that later? It's not the best Christmas. It's... It's something about, like, tell me how you feel about Christmas or something. Because what he starts writing is, like... I think that you're a kindred spirit like me, and you probably agree that Christmas Mm. is the most depressing time of the year, and I hate Christmas, and blah, blah, blah. And that's when he starts writing. And then that's when he leaves the book at the bookstore, and then Lily finds it, and she takes it, and she leaves it at, and reads whatever he said, and then she leaves it at the pizza place. And then Dash gets it back, and she says, like, nice try, I can tell you were trying to trap me at the pizza place, (laughs) but you can't find out who I am that easily. If you want to know my name, you have to accept this dare. And it's not entirely clear what the dare is, but what happens is that Dash goes to a Macy's, and then he starts, like, (laughs) destroying the Santa display? (laughs) Like, where the Santa is, like, like, taking pictures with little kids, he, like, goes and starts, like, destroying it, like, throwing the trees on the ground and stuff, to steal a hat from Santa? From someone? It's a very, very quick scene. We don't really see what happens. We just see that Dash gets thrown out of the Macy's after destroying some Santa stuff. But he has a hat, and the hat has Lily's name on it? I don't know how or why, but that's how he learns her name. (laughs) Because he took the dare to destroy Christmas. This is how you learn people's names that you may or may not be dating through a notebook. It's very bizarre. This scene happens very quickly and is strange. But anyways, <laughs> he learns her name is Lily. And then from there, we, like, cut to, uh, like, we go back to the previous day. And we see, like, the first scene that we saw with Dash where he was walking around being depressed about how much he hates Christmas. And during that little monologue where he was talking about Christmas, he got run into, like, a girl ran into him and kind of knocked him a little bit and dropped some tinsel. And he's like, ugh, Christmas. I hate it. Um, and then we... <laughs> Go back and we see that the girl who ran into him and dropped tinsel was Lily, who happened to run into him, and she's, like, singing Christmas carols, and we see her face as she kind of sees Dash walk away, but, like, obviously they don't know who each other are at that point, but we the viewer are like, ooh, they had, like, a a meet-cute, they didn't even know it. (laughs) And then that's where the episode ends, and I'm assuming the next episode is going to pick up from there and show, like, Lily's side of things. Okay, so I very accidentally watched three episodes of this show and didn't notice. (laughs) Wait, you accidentally watched three episodes and didn't notice? If that's where this ends, I definitely thought this episode was longer than that. (laughs) No, that's where the episode ends. Okay. Unless I really fucked up, but I'm pretty sure 
the end of the episode. I'm pretty sure it's easy to tell when an episode ends on Netflix. Because then the next episode is called Lily, and I assume it's like, okay, and then it's Lily's side of events. That makes a lot more sense. (laughs) I was wondering why you were so confused about this Macy's thing. I was like, they do go into that later. Not in this episode. (laughs) Sorry, again, this show is so, like, it's your background noise. It's so hard to keep paying attention to it. The episodes are, like, only 20 minutes long. I think there's only, like, eight of them. I, I thought they were longer. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I love that I didn't even know when the episode Well, it made sense to me if it was a 40-minute show that half of it was Dash and half of it was Lily. I mean, I'm not going to lie. There was a part of me when the episode ended that was tempted to just go in- ahead and watch the next episode because I was curious to see Lily's side of things because I was mm-hmm. like, clearly the show is going to be about these two characters, and although we got a little bit of Lily from her, like, narration in the notebook, we basically only saw Dash in this episode. So I was like, I kind of do want to know about the other main character. Yeah. But I didn't. I just watched the first episode. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what did you think? Um, I mean, it was fine. It was it was very <laughs> much, it felt like a, like a Christmas movie. Uh, it wasn't, like, offensively bad. Some Christmas movies are painful to watch. This one wasn't <laughs> that bad. I do know that I like David Levithan's books, so I'm like, I feel like I somewhat trust that this story will be somewhat good. But, uh, it was also pretty cheesy. Dash was kind of annoying as a character. <laughs> but, I mean, it was short and quick, and it wasn't terrible. <laughs> There's something about the way that, not really TV shows, but specifically books that like to base either their romance or their characters as someone who, like, likes books, Mm -hmm. almost always takes that to, like, a weird, pretentious level instead of being, like, they read a bunch of YA novels. It's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, they're in a YA novel. That would make sense to me. But no, they always have to like the pretentious book. (laughs) Right? I feel like this book like did try a little bit because one of the books that Dash has to go get is like I, for, I think it's called Fat Prom Queen or something and it's like bright pink yeah, yeah which I feel like was this book or the authors trying to be like okay they don't just read like I forget what the fucking book is that they're talking about that's like the first one or the one that she has the notebook between but it's like I want to say it's F. Scott Fitzgerald, but I don't think it is. But it's, like, in that, like, Gatsby-ish. Yeah, I don't remember. They talk about a few books. They do talk about, like, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Which pretty normal. Which is pretty normal, but, yeah. Or, like, um, he also makes a joke about James Patterson. (laughs) (laughs) At one point, he's like, did I wrong you? Did I buy you a James Patterson book for Christmas? Which was, like, kind of cringy, but also kind of funny. (laughs) That's valid. I don't like James Patterson. You can no, drag him. <laughs> I, I feel like most... Although, I did read and love Maximum Ride when I was younger. Yeah. But James Patterson basically didn't even write those books. He doesn't write any of his books. Yeah. <laughs> the problem with saying you don't like a James Patterson book is what you're actually saying is I don't like this person's book who wrote it under James Patterson's <laughs> name. Yeah. And there's no way to tell... Who wrote which James Patterson book? But you can pretty much guarantee yourself it wasn't James Patterson. Yeah. Anyways, not important. So would you watch more of this little Christmas show? I mean, I didn't think it was, like, objectively that good. But I also Mm -hmm. was very tempted to watch the next episode. So because it's short and it's, like, very chill, I feel like I maybe would watch it for, like, Christmas. You know? 
Like, if we were just, like, hanging out doing, like, Christmas gift exchange and yeah. Christmas cookies, it could be yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. It's yeah. good. Yeah. I don't know, because it's very, like, low stakes and not, yeah. not a big commitment. I'm like, yeah, I'd watch it. It'd be easy. Okay, good. I I mean, I was going to say I would try not to spoil things, but I literally know nothing about the show. Have you not watched it? I have! I've watched it, but, like, I know the ending. I know specifically what, like, this shot looks like when it ends. Uh, so I know how it ends. I know kind of the midpoint chaos or like the climaxy uh-huh. chaos tension, kind of. And I know the next two episodes because I watch them apparently. I don't. I don't really mind if you spoil stuff. Honestly, what I kind of want to know mm-hmm. is like, is there anything in this show that's more interesting than what I can just assume is going to happen from the pilot? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like just from watching the pilot, I have a pretty clear idea of how the story's going to go. It's going to be a standard Christmas romance. Is there anything, like, more interesting than that? Or is it basically just a standard Christmas romance? It's basically a standard Christmas romance. I think they do... Like, there is, like, a bit of family tension stuff that's, like, a little more interesting. Like, they are fleshing out their characters a little bit more, definitely. But Mm -hmm. the plot is very much like, this is our little Christmas romance. Okay, so there's not really, like, a surprising plot twist or anything. Not that I remember. Okay, okay. I wasn't, it didn't really feel like there was going to be, but I was slightly intrigued. Like, maybe it's gonna surprise me in some way, but. I don't think that's the show's thing. That's fair. It doesn't have to. I feel like it is what it is. It's not trying to be something other than a Christmas romance, but... Yeah. The the funny thing about the end of the episode, when they're like, we're following Lily, but they haven't shown Lily's face yet, Mm -hmm. they do a a very specific job of like only showing her from the back for like a few, like a minute or so before they show her face. And I was like, is there going to be some sort of plot twist about like who she is or what she looks like? But she's just... A normal looking girl that we haven't seen before. There's no plot twist. There's no surprise. But like, I was like, they're really trying to not show you her face for a while. And I wasn't sure if there was a reason, but didn't seem like it. Slasher Christmas concept. She turns around. She has no face. I was like, is she going to be like a monster? Like, she's secretly a werewolf. Like, what's happening? (laughs) But no, I don't know. They were just like, hmm. Who's this? Or it was like, maybe it's going to somehow be... I mean, not like we had met very many characters yet. Yeah. But I was like, is it a character we've already seen? But no, it's just a no. new girl. It's just someone Is else. it one of the very many people in his girlfriend's Instagram photos? No. No. Is it secretly the guy at the bookstore? That would be a very good plot twist. That would be so funny. I want a teenage boy who's into girls. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why you Actually, what? I, sp- I am a guy who was looking for a guy, but I specifically want a straight guy. I don't date gay men. Only straight ones. <laughs> Oof. It's not. It's not that. It's just a girl. It's just a girl we haven't seen before. Yeah, I don't think there's a point to that. No. I think yeah. it's just for fun. Okay. I would say your prediction is cute little Christmas rom-com show. Do you have any other predictions? Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming the next episode is Lily's side of events Mm -hmm. from, like, the first episode, and we get to know who she is. And then the next... I didn't check how many episodes there were, but I think it's probably not that long. Like, eight. 
the next few episodes are like, they continue with this little dare thing for a while. Maybe they don't meet until episode like three or four, but then they probably meet. I mean, maybe they don't meet until the last episode, but it kind of feels like they would meet before that. Maybe they meet and don't realize they've met. I don't quite know, but they keep doing this little dare thing and they're falling in love through this book and then they meet and then Lily loves Christmas and Dash hates Christmas, and he's all sad about his ex, and he, like, like, probably runs into her again because she's supposed to be in town, and then he's like, ooh, do I love this new girl Lily, or do I still love my ex? And then in the end, he ends up with Lily, and they're happy, and his friend Boomer has some sort of subplot. Maybe he gets a girlfriend, and that's about it. I'm also... We'll get to this when we get to the canon gays. I'm gonna guess there's at least one canon gay, like, side character... Just because I know David Levithan writes a lot of queer books, but maybe not. <laughs> maybe everyone's <laughs> straight. I don't know. <laughs> I hope that the guy at the info desk gets a little plot line. He seems cool. <laughs> we just want him for those jaded customer service vibes. Yeah, yeah. I, I assume that there's going to be something about Dash's parents and him talking about how he's sad that his parents are divorced and don't love him or whatever. <laughs> I also feel like there's probably going to be some sort of class thing where, like, Dash is parents or at least dad is clearly very rich and like Mm -hmm. maybe lily's not and they're like she's like you don't understand what real life is like and blah 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 i don't know maybe i just feel like the fact that dash's dad looks really rich is going to be relevant in some way yeah i i mean that all seems very accurate (laughs) how bad do you have to be at co-parenting that you never even called the other person to confirm that like your kid got to their house okay Yeah. Uh, Well, to be fair, I don't know how old these kids are, but I'm assuming they're like 16, 17. They're old enough that, because when Dash goes to his dad's apartment, he, the alarm goes off, the like security alarm, and he's like, dad, did you change the security alarm? And his dad is like, oh, why? I thought you were staying with your mom. And he's like, oh, well, I just want to be able to go to your place, like if I want to be alone or whatever. So clearly they are like independent enough that he could go just hang out at his dad's place alone. But it is, like, you think that they would connect, but I also feel like he's old enough that they maybe would trust him to, like, be like, yeah, I called that and it's fine. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But, like, Christmas specifically is such a big thing that I'm like, you didn't confirm that with your ex. And even just, like, to me specifically because he is a teenager who I am presumably sending to his other parent's house without me being involved in that process. Like, if I have an eight-year-old, I take my eight-year-old, I physically get my eight-year-old to her dad's house, and I'm like, here is the eight-year-old. The eight-year-old is yours until you give her back to me. So specifically, if my 16-year-old was like, yep, I'm driving to dad's, I'm going to check with him, and I'm probably going to check with his dad and just be like, hey, so I haven't heard from my teenage son who probably doesn't want to text me ever. Did he get to your house okay i guess if you were specifically lying to your parents you would make an effort to text them to tell them you got to dad's but like i just i still think it's bad co-parenting i mean his parents clearly like i think the implication is that his parents are bad at co-parenting. i know <laughs> i just want to drag these fictional parents okay yeah 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 uh okay do you want to know what happens in the macy's Yes, I was really confused about that whole situation. Okay, so the specific dare Lily says is, if you want to know my name, you're going to have to ask Santa for it. Uh Uh-huh. 
But the Macy's has this rule that you have to be, like, under a certain age to, like, go take a picture with Santa, Uh which is insane to me, because I'm pretty sure if I went to the mall right now and was just like, hey, I want a picture with Santa, they'd be like, okay, do you have $20? Yeah. But whatever. Macy's, apparently. (laughs) I guess maybe if it's, like, a really, really busy place, they're trying to let the kids go? I don't know. I guess. And, like, I think Macy's is specifically, like, known for that. And that's, like, a pretty, like, popular thing in the States. Uh So they might actually have that restriction. Whereas in Canada, you just go to the mall. There's not that long of a line. There might be a big line if it was, like, Christmas Eve. But otherwise, you just, like, go say hi to Santa. He doesn't care. It's just, like, some old guy. No, I'm sorry. It's Santa. Sorry, it's a real Santa. He's in every mall in America and Canada and elsewhere. He's magic. Mm-hmm. He is. So they have to, they play this, like, con on, like, the head elf and Boomer, like, distracts him so Dash can, like, sneak through and Dash just, like, goes past all the children and is like, I'm going to hang out with Santa now. <laughs> and I forget specifically why he, he starts to fight Santa. It's something, like, he asks Santa for her name and Santa's like, oh, but you have to tell me, like, what you want for Christmas. Like, you have to be, like, into it. And Dash is like... No, like, fuck you, just, like, tell me her name. Like, obviously this is a joke. And the Santa's like, no, this has to be, like, Christmas spirit. Like, you have to, like, want this. And Dash is like, okay, give me the fucking hat. And, because I guess he knows it's a hat or something. There's a reason he, he like, wants the hat. Uh-huh. And, it, like, starts, like, fighting the Santa. And a bunch of, like, the elves get involved. And they, like, destroy the whole place. And then he comes out with the Santa hat. That's very funny. I love that because in this episode they don't explain any of that. It literally just seems like Dash goes in, was dared to destroy Christmas Village, (laughs) does it, steals a hat that mysteriously has Lily's name on it, and gets kicked out. I also think the guy who's playing Santa is Lily's uncle. Oh, okay. Because he specifically, like, Lily, like, asks him about it, and he's specifically like, I don't like this kid. Like, I don't think you should date him. <laughs> Which, like, fair after that. He just, like, destroyed the Christmas village. Like, I think we should be on his side. <laughs> yeah. I'll be on the side of adults in these stupid shows. I'm like, oh I don't know what the kids are doing, but they should stop. I do think it would have been very funny if Lily's dare was to go in and destroy the Christmas <laughs> though. And if he was like, absolutely, I'll do it. Lily loves Christmas. She would never ask that of him. It's her favorite time of the year. She wants to fall in love at Christmas because her grandparents fell in love at Christmas and her parents fell in love at Christmas. And it's her turn to find someone. Oh, and then she got this grumpy man. <laughs> but they're in love because it's Christmas. <laughs> they fell in love through a notebook. Yes, the two top ways to date someone are a notebook and just going up to them and be like, hi, we're dating now, bye. The two best ways. The two best ways to date people. I've never heard of another way to date someone. I think it's the only two ways. Yeah, maybe a reality dating show. That could be a way. That's the third way. That's That's the third way. Oh, God, I just thought of a show I can make you watch that you really hate. (laughs) I love that. Picking shows not so you'll like them, but specifically because I want to know how much you'll hate them. I mean, honestly, I'm intrigued. That that makes for good episodes, I feel like. Okay. Do you want to guess the canon queers? You you can't, but there are canon queers. Okay, so is it anybody who's in this episode? No. 
Oh, well, but was I right to assume that there are some canon queers? Yes. Okay. I, I'm guessing it's Lily's cousin and a guy who works at a record store. <laughs> that was so specific. I'm in love with it. I don't know that the guy works at a record store. I, I was like, what are two characters that could possibly exist in this show that I haven't met yet? It's her brother and, like, some guy he meets on Grinder. Okay, well, brother was close to cousin, and yes. the guy who, from Grinder could work at a record store. That's true. I think he's, like, for some reason, part of my brain wants to say he's, like, a social media manager, but I might have, like, completely made that up. He could be a social media manager for a record store. He could be. So there you go. Brother, very close to cousin. And yeah. that guy probably works at a record store. Can't deny it. I'm so good at this. <laughs> They're in love. It was their idea to do the notebook thing because apparently people who use Grinder also want to date people through notebooks. I don't know. <laughs> That's great. That's very good. <laughs> that seems like gay culture. Yeah. Okay. I feel like all these questions are so weird for the show, but... Who do you think my favorite character is? Is it a character I met in this episode? Uh, kind of. Is it Lily? It is, yes. Okay. I feel like you and Lily have a lot in common, which is loving Christmas. Lily and I vibe because she loves Christmas (laughs) and I love Christmas. Nice. So, she's great. And what is my favorite ship of the show? Is it Lily and Dash? There's really only one ship in this show, and it's Lily and Dash. Like, I mean, there could be there could be the brother and his grinder hookup. That's true. They're cute. I think do they I think they last until the end of the show. They might break up at some point and then get oh. back together. <laughs> Boomer must have a second uh, like love interest, like a subplot where he has a love uh-huh. interest. I just for the life of me cannot figure out who it would be. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like Boomer must have some plot line, because he was clearly, like... Right? Uh, Dash's best friend. He seems kind of like the secondary character of Dash's story. Right? So, literally the only person I can think of that he would hook up with is Priya, but that seems like such a weird pull. <laughs> Maybe. I guess we'll just have to watch the show and find out. This is me trying to remember the show I literally have not watched in, like, three years, whereas most of the shows I have you watch are either things I've watched repeatedly or things Mm -hmm. that I've seen rather recently. This is me every time I make you watch a show and then I'm like, I actually don't remember what happens (laughs) in the show. I have no idea what happens in the show. I don't know who the characters are. I don't know who I like. I don't know if I ship anybody, like... I don't know what's happening. That's that's been me with, like, half the shows I've made you watch. (laughs) It's Christmassy. It's Christmas vibes. You make some Christmas cookies and you watch your Christmas show. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Easy. That's all you need. Anyways, that's all I have about Christmas. So, do you have anything Christmassy for me? I don't. <laughs> I tried really hard to think of a show that was Christmassy or at least like wintry, and I literally couldn't think of anything. I feel like the only wintry shows that I could think of were like Yuri on Ice, The Great North, and like maybe Avatar because it starts in the South Pole. And all of those we already did. I couldn't think of any other show that I'd watch that would be Christmassy or wintry at all. 
no. So, I hope you'll forgive me if we do a show that is completely unrelated to Christmas. I will make it related to Christmas in the everything I say next week, or next time. Okay, okay, yes. I, I've, I'm excited to hear how you're going to connect this with Christmas. I'm going to do such a good job. I, I'm excited to find out, because the show we're going to watch next week, we're going back to the world of anime. Okay. And the show is called My Hero Academia. They go to school over Christmas because it's a boarding school and their parents hate them. because I mean, there pros. are parts of the story that happen over Christmas, but certainly not the pilot. <laughs> no, it's all at Christmas all the time. But there are, there is, I can, there are, like, there is, like, a Christmas episode, or at least a Christmas chapter of the manga, which I presumably was also made. This is another one where I've watched some of the anime and read some of the manga, but I actually have watched the pilot of this one. Okay, you promise? <laughs> yes, this is one where I started with the anime, and then I only moved to the manga because I caught up on the anime and I wanted more. But I did start with the anime, I did watch the pilot, I do know how it started. <laughs> okay, well, we will be doing that very non-Christmassy thing on the mm-hmm. 28th. Yep, December 28th, we're gonna do My Hero Academia. <laughs> The perfect Christmas show. Hey, new year, new school year. There you go. That perfect. Yes, that's definitely what we're going for. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So thank you all for listening to us today for Christmas time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Happy holidays. Yeah, I hope you're enjoying your your holidays, your winter times. Me too. And if you want to shoot us an email, it is episodepiphanies at gmail.com. If you want to tweet us, it's epiphaniespod. Our Instagram is also epiphaniespod. If you want to leave us a review on iTunes as a Christmas present, then we will, I mean, we'll be very surprised that Santa came to see us. Because in we our are review section. In our review section, because we've been naughty. So I mean, speak for yourself. I'm <laughs> lovely. Natasha's been nice, I've been naughty. Uh-huh. Yeah, so leave the reviews for me. <laughs> Only review Natasha. Pretend yeah. I am not here. Yeah. Leave a review of my part of the podcast only. <laughs> Perfect. All five stars all around. Natasha's Thank adorable. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> And we will see you in two weeks. We'll see you on December 28th. For My Hero Academia, where we will learn things in anime school, presumably. Mm -hmm. Things that you already know, because (laughs) you, listener, are smarter than both of us combined. It's true. Bye. Bye.